Hey everybody, Mark Herman, aka LA Bengals fan on most of the major platforms, and we have a full house today. We're joined by Devin and Jake Circus of the Jake Circus Podcast. We've got Heath Goldman and Riley Goldman, and this is the Week 18 Jungle Talk Recap. And I know... Good day. So, listen, we go out on a winning note. Uh, we'll get into all the implications of everything, including the father-son pushing each other around. But Jake does some amazing uh podcast so jake tell them where they can find your stuff yeah uh jake circus podcast will be back next week we're gonna do uh something we've done the last couple of years uh before the playoffs and then uh we'll do some college basketball stuff kind of a full update of what's happened in hoops so far as we're fully into hoop season so uh jake circus podcast spotify and youtube uh look out for that late next week All you right. say hoops, jake, you're talking about pro or college 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 hoops and Riley, tell them where they can find you on the app formerly known as Twitter. On whatever you want to call it, uh, at Sportsball with three L's at the end and on Instagram, Riley G underscore photos. There you go. Yeah, a little shout out, little shout out to Riley G. He's a, he's a pretty talented uh, photographer and wants to be a sports photographer maybe when he grows up. Um, so he's uh, he's got sports photos, photos and uh, a lot of stuff around town in Boston. Uh, so go check it out. Give him a little bit of follow if you can. Okay, well, we did win, so I brought the Mighty Ducks Quacker, but it was kind of like a preseason flair to the game. I mean, at, from the get-go, the Browns clearly, you know, didn't, sh you know, it was it, it was meaningless for them. So, we, but we will do the Quacker. You know what it is? That's my microphone has a noise-canceling thing. So when there's a sudden noise, it cancels it. So it cancels our horn. So I will come up with something, either a new microphone or a new horn for next season. We will, we will, we'll work on it. It's a work. This whole show, it's organic. It's a work in progress. So, um, you know, so first the half, 2023 Bengals season. What's that? So is the 2023 Bengals. Yeah, season. exactly. So, um, hey, we did accomplish some things this year, and we'll talk about it because there is some positive stuff from the season. I know our season ended today, but um, to be honest with you, we would not have made a deep run in the playoffs with this with this roster. So, so we're we, you know we're better off. What did we say we were drafting 18? So we figured out. I have it at 18. I don't see anything that can change it in the late games. Um, the Rams are locked in the playoffs, so they're ahead of us. Yeah, I, I don't see it. Any of the eight and eight teams that win would still be behind us. So, yeah, I see us locked in at 18. Had we lost today, it would have been around 14, 15, 16. So, Not you know, cost us a few spots. It would cost us a couple spots. We say that now until somebody we wanted gets drafted 16. But you know what? If you don't mind me jumping in, Mark, no. you, you want to draft as low as possible, but with that comes a cost. Going nine and eight, with finishing with a five hundred record, it, it it doesn't mean anything, but it's kind of cool. Um, we don't go zero and six. We don't have to listen to freaking Cleveland fans. Um, end the season on the on the right way, and still a last place schedule, which helps us next year. It's not fun to have, but it will be fun uh, when we hit July and August and September. And, you know, season's over. But and let's not lose sight of the fact that for the first time in, what, 85 years, a division finished entirely above yeah. 500. Definitely. That's crazy. 
So, I mean, there's, and I think because now with the different uh, amount of games, there were probably where the last place team was eight and eight. That probably occurred a lot, but right. because of the extra game, we were nine and eight. So all the teams were, were above 500. We will be the number one. I'm predicting it right now. You can mark it down. We will be the everybody's favorite worst to first pick for next year. It will be that simple because you're picking a nine and eight team that, you know, obviously few things go our way and, uh, and we're, you know, in the one seed. So, so yeah. if, um, you, if you had told me that this division would have played out this way, 18 weeks ago, 19 weeks ago, I would have told you you're effing crazy. Yeah. 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 yeah, Mark, to your point on, on worst to first, Jake and I were talking about this earlier. We saw some crazy stats on Twitter. 25 of the last 28 years, a team that finished last in their division made the playoffs the next year. In 32 consecutive seasons, four teams have made the playoff, four or more teams have made the playoffs that didn't make the playoffs the year before. And there's there's a cool stat out there on what you just said, worst to first. Couldn't find the number, but it, it's shockingly high. Yeah. So we I, did it three years ago, two years ago, we were worst to first. Yeah. yeah. We we will be everybody's favorite pick for the worst to first. It's just it's the it's low hanging fruit. So um, yeah. This game in itself, I mean, the only negative thing I could think about the first half was Tyler Boyd dropping that ball. I mean, Jake Browning, yeah, you know, it's a shame because he's had some great touch. I do think that's the last time, you know, it's the last game for Tyler Boyd. But, uh, you know, it was a shame because Jake Browning, you know, really uh, we had a free play. And, and he located the right play and we would have had the ball around midfield because of that. We probably settled for a field goal on that drive instead of a touchdown. So. You know, but that's really the only negative uh, in terms of the first half. I mean, Mixon was just plowing through him. It was fun to watch. It was really fun to watch. It was fun to watch. It's just you got to take it with a grain of salt. It's hard to get excited about about when you're playing a team that basically, you know, left left it in the locker room and, you know, it didn't come out to play. So, I mean, there's a couple of things I marked down uh, that I that I enjoyed seeing. I know Devin's been a big fan of Yoshi since day one. That back throat shoulder throw in the first in the in early in the first quarter from Browning to Yoshi on the uh, on that left sideline was a really nice pass, and he made a really nice play to come back and get that. I, I, I identified that one right away, and then I also loved seeing that throw to Irwin down the middle uh, where he put it over the linebackers' heads. I mean, I know we you know we were ready to throw this kid to the to the wolves a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago even. But uh, he made some really nice throws that uh, really just sets us up next year for to really be insecure in that backup spot. Yeah, yep. it's, it's, if it's, I can expand, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was good. Um, it's just, the most positive thing to come out of the season. The yeah. most positive thing to come out of is Browning. We we don't have to deal with the backup quarterback position next year, and we can yep. feel good about who we have there, which I haven't been able to say for a long time. So yeah. he is an unrestricted. Excuse me, a complete control one of those weird terms i know the baseball terms i don't know the football terms but he's we're in complete control of his contract if we want him we got him it's not going to be expensive and to his point jake and i were talking about it while watching the game I, i'm excited about charlie jones i don't know if he can stay healthy enough to play a 17 game season um but it'll be fun to see the comment that i made is he really could be now look john ross was way too high of a draft pick but he really could be what we wanted John Ross to be as just like a, a deep threat weapon, never going to get eight receptions in a game, but 
every four games, you're going to get him on a 75 yard bomb. And there's games where he's going to go three for 27, but there's games where he's going to go three for 120 as like a number four. Um, I love Yoshi as a number two, his size, his control, his body control, his hands. Um, He's obviously a smart football player. Kid went to Princeton. I love him as a three. Uh, it's just a matter of who our number two is next year, and we've got all uh, spring and summer to talk about it. Deb, I'm not sure I agree with you on Charlie Jones. I see that guy playing in, in Tyler Boyd's spot and being able to take those across the middles and those slants and and then break it wide long term. I think he's a two or three slot on this team next year. I think that that's what the plan is for him. Like I think that they drafted him early for him to return punts and for him to take over for Tyler Boyd. That's kind of what I've – imagine the thought process was behind that pick and the only concern is i mean look if he could turn into a west welker type i was just small. about to say that yeah i mean he's really small he's really fast and if he can stay healthy then you guys could absolutely be right and the sky could be the limit but he what two or three different injuries this year he went on ir once or twice or started the season banged up and then went on ir right so look i hope i'm wrong and you guys are right that'd be great yeah. yeah, I'll tell you what else. We also talked about it, 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 you know, earlier in the season, and Devin, I think, was was absolutely correct in calling for it. He usually is. I, I've been hearing that for 30 years. Chase Brown is a stud. I don't yes. know if he's a number one just because of his size, but I love seeing him on a one-two punch with Mixon right now. Yeah, no, you, Mixon he, showed some speed. I think Mixon still got a few a uh, few years left in the tank. Well, you also got to think about – so I got two quick ones on that, if I may – one, Mixon's contract allows for him to come back next year. It's pretty yep. much give or take the same contract yeah. next year as this year. It's not a lot of guaranteed. It's not a lot of, of flat-out money. Um, and in, in this day and age, the NFL, you don't need a number one. You need no. two, two, yeah. two good guys. Agreed. Unless your name's Christian McCaffrey or Derrick Henry from three years ago or, or Austin Eckler or Derrick Henry, Henry today or Austin yeah. Eckler from two years ago, you don't need one. You need – you don't need one monster. You need two guys that can do it. And yeah. I totally think we have it yeah, well, for next year. Another yeah. thing Mixon is like, he was, we were, we were talking about it earlier, quietly what finished with 11, 10, 10 or 11, 10, 11 touchdowns this year. Cause he had two today, one rushing, one receiving. So 11, what, however many touchdowns this year, we don't really know what, what his body's going to be like next year. He's got to go through a, another full off season. He's going to go into year nine. Um, I would assume that they're going to draft at least one more running back. Because uh, Travion Williams, uh, not really, never really panned out. So yeah. they're going to draft another back, and, and we'll kind of see what what Mixon is is this season. What he got two hundred and forty three carries this year compared to thirty three for Chase Brown. So I assume that's going to balance out next year, and they'll at least try to split initially. Um, maybe get another young guy in the mix. I, I doubt they're going to dip their foot in the running back pool in free agency. They have plenty of other things that they need to worry about. Yes. Uh, we mentioned T. Higgins. T. Higgins is a Bengal until he's not. Um, yeah. and, and I think that the, the mindset has to be that you have a player like T. Higgins who, if he hits the open market, there's not a single team in the National Football League that's not going to offer him something, that's not going to try to go after him if if there's a need and if there's interest. Uh, you do everything in your power to keep him. And the, the Bengals... Don't use the franchise tag ever. They they um did they do it with Jesse? Jake, they did it twice with Jesse. Yeah. They yeah. did it well once, no, not once with no, Jesse. Once. They didn't do it twice. Once with, once. Um, once with AJ. Once so they did it with AJ. They've used it twice in the last four years, which is a lot for them. Uh, because I think they went like eleven straight years without using it. So 
I think that has to be the plan. I, I, I've seen people talk about trading T Higgins and using a first rounder on a receiver. Um, I think the first round pick has to be defense. I, 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 I think you have to go defense there. But if you get the extra first round, how do you know they're going to get a first rounder for T Higgins? Yeah. I don't know if they get a first. No, you're going to, you're going to um, tag him. So keep him. If he's under contract, I, he plays. I know. That, I know. All right. Well, you threw out a lot of stuff. So let me about. jump in here. You threw out a lot of stuff. Number one, Mixon. I'm really excited with the Mixon Chase Brown one two punch. Uh, Mixon definitely has tread left on the tires. He ran with purpose this year, and and he has shown that he's willing to do team friendly deals. He's not. He's two contracts in. So this guy wants to be part of this team. Uh, I think we have Mixon and Chase, and there will be a be a better balance on the split next year. Um, it'll be a true one-two punch. Um, and with Higgins, I think if we can't if we can't work something out because we do have cap space and we do have to pay Chase, but I think if not, we just we just franchise um, tag Higgins. It's that simple. I mean, one thing we really one thing we haven't really talked that much about this year is Trent. Trent Irwin's spot on this team. I mean, he's a restricted free agent coming up this year, so we do have the control of whether we keep him or not. I think we should. I don't think we have to sign him to that big of a contract. He was under two million this year. Honestly, we can probably raise that to two and a half or three with what he did this year. But I think we keep him as a four, even maybe a three, depending on how injuries work with next year and whether we keep T or not. But I mean, he's big dude good hands seems to always be in the right spot so i think we keep him around because he's a pretty cheap option yeah yeah i think what i think boyd's gone uh boyd's 100 erwin restricted probably will come back um higgins will come back i think here's an interesting question for you guys curious your thoughts especially jake what about uh the right tackle yeah, I mean, we talked about it mid-season uh, about the possibility of maybe franchising Jonah. Like, I, I still right. think that he played fine. Um, that's a position that if Jonah's not there, that they're going to have to seriously address. So, um, they have not drafted well in the offensive line. Like, they're no, top five in offensive line cap, like in terms of cap attributed to the offensive line, because that's how bad they've, they've done at drafting offensive linemen. And Jonah's the only one of a line that they I drafted say, other, that's than, the last other, one. other than Cordell, right. Right. Um, who, by the way, is awful. Like, left guard is a need this offseason. Uh, Cordell had, like, he faked some people last year into believing that he was solid, and he's been awful this year. Um, and then, yeah, right tackle super interesting. I don't know if they give out a big-time contract to another tackle. Brown was fine. Like, he'll be back, obviously. Uh, I think center's a need, but I, I – I think you have to draft a left guard, um, and then you have to draft a pass rusher. And, and if they can work something out with Jonah, look. If my my answer is simply this: if Jonah is going to warrant left tackle money, he's going to leave. Right. If he doesn't, then he might. We could maybe figure something out. But if the, it, all it takes is one, if there's one team in the league that has a desperate need at left tackle and, and wants to go somewhere else in the draft. And they call up Jonah Williams and say, well, we'll give you $17 million for a year to come play left tackle for us. He's gone. Yeah. Gone. On top of your head, the difference between left tackle and right tackle money? Is it um, three to five million a year type? All of you got to do is look at what um, Jawan Taylor got from the Chiefs. He got an absurd contract to play left tackle for them, and he's not worth that. Right. Uh, right tackle. Wait, isn't he Conklin. Right? I think Conklin got four for 63 
2020 for right tackle for Cleveland. Uh, I can't think of any other big time right tackle contracts. Huh. But yeah, left tackle is upwards of 20 million a year. Uh, what's 463? It's like 15, 14. I'm going to tell you this team's biggest need of the offseason. Oh, it's a no tackle. It no. is, but what's this? What's yours? Offensive line coach, because I will tell you that there that t that there that tap that there's more talent on that offensive line than has shown this year. I'm not suggesting that they're elite, but that that is got to be a place where we have got to get better over after this for this season. Like, okay, my thing with that is, and this has been a point of mine for th for the last two three years since they signed Kappa and Karras. Alex Kappa and Ted Karras are at best slightly above average offensive linemen in the league. And I think Bengals fans got a little excited when we signed them. They were talking like, oh, our line's going to be top five, top ten. Signing a center who's a league average center and signing a one-time Pro Bowl right guard does not take your offensive line from worst in the league to top ten. I don't think that's at the fault of um, of Frank Pollock. Yeah, I, I don't put that blame on him either. I think the, the scouting has been bad. And I think at times us as a fan base have overrated those two signings that they made. Same thing. I hate to say it, but same thing with Orlando Brown. That was a big deal because of more so the contract that they gave him. And that was like unprecedented for the Bengals to do that. But Orlando Brown, not an elite left tackle, a good left tackle that you can definitely win with. But the personnel right now on the Bengals offensive line is not that of a top 10 unit. Right, uh, unfortunate because of the contracts that they've given. I was gonna say, what do you do with the that? contracts they have? So it, yeah, it, for sure, Devin. Not only have the Bengals failed to scout guys like Carmen, awful, and uh, Bolson, awful. Like Trey Smith was sitting right there for them. Um, what was the other guy that we love? The the Chiefs took Cosme Jenkins. Oh, oh, don't even get me started on Sam Cosme. Oh, uh, they they took um. No, that is Trey Smith at the Chiefs. Yeah, took. Trey Smith, Cosme. Just a boatload of guys that they have just failed to correctly scout, but they've also made very fiscally irresponsible decisions uh, with with the offensive line. I think Bengals fans kind of took it a little too far. Yeah, I also think it's not – we fire Frank Pollock. Do we have somebody better out there? I mean, there's got to be – it's it's not necessarily bring up the position. You have to be able to, to replace it with something that's an upgrade. Let me throw yeah. something out there and tell me what you think about this, and it's just a hunch, but – by the way, I'm just actually just let me ask, ask a quick question, Mark. Is this our uh, preview show for the 2024 draft? No, no, <laughs> well, we're gonna we do. We played today. Are we done we've with got, that? <laughs> we've got combine. We've got free agency. I mean, a lot of questions are going to be answered. So, um, if you don't subscribe, I forgot to say in the beginning. <laughs> please subscribe. It's all we ask. We're going to be doing combine shows. We're gonna, you know, there'll be a show going up every two to three weeks in the off season. Um, we'll definitely do a free agency preview, free agency recap, draft preview draft recap so subscribe hit the bell make sure you get the alerts when we do this this is a show by fans for fans we only ask you to support the channel let me throw something out there when chase talked about wanting his money next year in the same breath he said mm -hmm. it would be really nice to see if we could keep higgins so yeah. my thinking is is we have what the fifth most cap space available we no, can I take care that. we can extend chase and we can keep higgins if if like i said chase is willing to take a little less or work something out structure wise where we can make it happen and i'm just encouraged by the fact that they're looking to try to figure out if that happens we can tag jonah for a year 
and and we won't have to use the tag on Higgins. So I'm just throwing that out there as a possible scenario where we keep Jonah and we keep Higgins and we re-sign Chase. Just, what, just, just throwing Jake, it out there. To your point, I don't disagree with you about the nose guard comment at all, though. I was not suggesting that that was not a massive need. Well, if, well, Ouzier is going to go, and uh, even though he wasn't good, that's still 300 snaps that you're mm-hmm. going to have to fill. Um, DJ Reader, who knows, coming off of a quads injury, probably, probably, you know, curtains on that. Uh, there are not only needs on this team that showed for 17 games, but there are impact players that were impactful players for uh, our two big runs that they're going to have to replace. Uh, right. and they have half ways to do it. There it is. So, when you're, I think Reader is the biggest need. Oh, oh, one more thing. Um, and we'll mention it when we talk about free agency, and it's probably going to be sad when they don't do it. Uh, but they have to evolve with how they manipulate the cap. They, they now that Burrow, like now that we know, like all the questions about Burrow are answered. He didn't take a cut, whatever. I no, I didn't really expect him to. Um, they have to evolve to how they manipulate the cap. If they don't, they are ten steps behind. Every other organization in the league, they're going to be behind the Jaguars when the Jaguars extend Trevor. They're going to be behind the Texans when the Texans extend Stroud, which they should do at the end of the year, by the way, because uh, it's because right, they can't. You have to wait until you, yeah, you time. can't extend him till year four. He knows uh, he's messing. With um, us. <laughs> uh, yeah, like they are. They're in ten steps behind Baltimore. They they have to Rams to Chiefs. how to how yep. they manipulate the cap. They have to. Yep. Okay. I'm going to ask a quick question. Um, and Riley and I were talking about this yesterday, and, and we said at the time, it wasn't like it was playing, you know, Monday morning quarterback. How bad was that decision to take Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud? Even looking back on it at the time, only people who thought that that pick was the right pick was the Panthers' management. I mean, they just C.J. Stroud hit That's not true at That's all. That's not true. C.J. Stroud tested horribly. He got the worst okay. score ever on that one stupid How, pass. What right. my understanding was, and I don't know if this is right or not, but there are about 13, 14 teams needing a quarterback or not, but that scouted both of them and had Bryce Young higher. Uh, what the media did to CJ Stroud was just embarrassing. Um, it was a, it was a horrible like overreacting to the simple test score. All I needed to do was see that was see, see that Georgia game, and it was it was him running and, and doing all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Bryce has uh, I've I've lost my patience uh, on Bryce Young, but uh, we'll see what they do in the offseason. Black Ohio State quarterbacks, unfortunately, have never gotten a great look, and Haskell just continued that trend. CJ uh, Fields is getting brutalized, and now say it again. Haskell. 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 Um, and I knew what know, he meant too. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace. But yeah, it's it's just unfortunate. Uh, but this kid is has shown that he's the real deal. Uh, I'm not gonna say that. I had a kind of well, smart ass comment to make that I'm not gonna make. But I, okay, I feel like we're wrapping. Can I can I throw yes. one thing out there? Yeah, go for it. Game. Joe Mixon, thousand yards eclipse today. Yep. Yes. Mark Chase, hundred receptions for the first yep. time in his career. And then hats off to this guy, MVP. Yeah, I know. He didn't get – he only got the uh, – he had – if he holds on to the guy, that's a whole sack. But that yeah. still leaves him a sack and a half short. So I think he yeah. was alone in second place behind most, the – Most underrated player in the league. He's yeah. So oh. 100%. And, and arguably you know, our best free funny? agent signing in, 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 in 20 years. Uh, I mean, and re-signing. Yes. Yeah. 
The only announcers that ever talk good about Higgins, it's so ironic. The only guys that show love to hit to Hendrick, not Higgins, to Hendrickson is Nance and Romo. That's it. Those yeah. are the only guys yeah. that whenever they have a Bengals game, they're always like, oh, this, this, oh, I mean, I'm telling you, Jim, this Trey Hendrickson guy, he's, he's top of the league. Oh, well, we have a lot of Saints fans that watch this show. We're kind of their AFC surrogate team since getting Chase and Burrow and all that. Um, and and maybe could could throw a couple comments in there, but as a Saints fan, they have to wonder what what would their defensive look like if they had kept him. I mean, you know, letting him letting him walk, uh, you know. And, you just... and, and keep in mind when they re-signed him, what four years ago, Bengals fans were up in arms that they let what was it was it Dunlap that we let go? No, it was Carl Lawson. Carl was... we Carl Lawson go and sign Hendrickson for the same price that Lawson got with the Jets. And, and and to take it one step further, Hendrickson was coming off of a great year and it was inflated sacks because of whoever was the, not Lattimore, whoever was it playing was on the other side. Gordon and Davin. Gordon. Okay. So the, we don't need to go into that. I want to go watch the afternoon yeah. game. Hey, real yeah. quick, yeah. But as we're signing off, can we say goodbye to Irv Smith? Yes, Gerb yeah. Smith. Uh, Smith. Yes. What, did, you like the, did you like my text where I said that he just needs 575 yards today to get yeah. his roster bonus? So yeah. uh, he wasn't even active. But, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see where we go uh, tight end-wise. You know, do we continue? That, we haven't touched that. It has to be addressed in the offseason. Yeah. We cannot keep doing what we're doing with tight end for the last I agree. Season. I agree. All right. Well, if you don't subscribe, please subscribe. It's all we ask to the show by fans for fans. We just ask you to support the channel. We will be doing episodes every couple weeks. Devin and I were talking about it, getting shows up at least every two. As soon, and if there's breaking news, we're on it immediately. So, um, so please subscribe, hit the bell. Jake, remind yeah. them where they can find all your podcasts because you got yeah. a lot of stuff coming up in the, especially with college basketball. Yeah, there there might be uh, some coordinator news. You never know. I think yeah. probably more likely Callahan would go than Lou. Uh, so we might get Lou another year. Is that good or bad? We'll see. Um, <laughs> maybe off it, like maybe maybe that they'll, they'll make a change. Who knows? Okay. Probably not. I'm going to say something about our coaching staff. They never lost the locker room. Nope, they never. No. This team played, and when we had we were playing for absolutely nothing today, except the nine and eight record and being the breaking the eighty five year rule, you know, uh, record on on all teams being over five hundred. They had nothing to play for. Um, Chase wanted to be out there. Every player that had an injury concern and could have basically said, you know what, I'm going to sit this one out. They were in there, so they still have the locker room, and that's the key. So, and continuity is the other thing. I'm a big fan of keeping continuity. So, yeah, and we talked about returning. that a lot. When, yeah, and we talked about a lot that about that. We talked about that a lot when Burrow went down, and that was kind of where I was coming from when I kept saying, "Keep the locker room, keep the culture, and keep yeah. people wanting to come back, and and free agents wanting to come here." Yeah, that win against the Jags, man, that was so important. Yeah. Really well, think important. about, and I want to just we'll close on this because today was probably the most disappointing game for Jacksonville fans. Um, that when we went into Jacksonville on that Monday night, they were talking that they had a, tr a track to the number one seed mm -hmm. and, and they didn't even make the season. And it started with our, 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 our shocking them on that Monday night national game. So yeah. that's where the downfall started, but they were, anyway. they were all talking that they had a track to the one seed. Well, they did. No more. Anyways, Jake Circus Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, next week, uh, hoops, playoffs, fun stuff. There you go. All right, all right. Where are we looking at your pictures? 
uh, Riley G underscore photos and sports ball on Twitter. There you go. All right. Enjoy the afternoon games. Enjoy the Buffalo Miami game tonight. We will be back in the coming weeks. Go ahead. What's that? Go ahead. Oh, he's on the bills. He's on the bills again. Oh, he's been back on the bills for weeks. I've got the bills tonight too. So, um, so with that, I'm going to say who to everybody. Take care.